It was five years ago that Anna had brought Steph to New York. The doorman was one of those Fifth Avenue snots, didn't want to let them wait. Anna said they were friends of Mrs. Amidon's, which she was, and they were expected, which they weren't, and she marched Steph over to the bench and sat her down. The doorman kept watching as though they'd tried to steal the potted palm. They waited a half hour. Steph kept pressing her feet against the floor, second position, first position, fifth. Anna began to wonder if she should have phoned. No, on the phone, Dorcas would have turned her down. A woman came into the lobby leading a white terrier on a leash. Dorcas Amadon, still crisp, still brisk, still young. She didn't so much as glance at Anna and Steph. She pushed the elevator button and frowned at the gold sliver of a watch on her wrist. Suddenly, Anna felt scared. Her dress was a J.C. Penny pattern. She'd made it herself on the singer. Did she dare talk to this woman in tailored silk? She had to, for Steph. Dorcas, hi! Anna waved and sprang to her feet. Dorcas stared, blank and astonished. The terrier growled and pawed tile. I'm sorry, Dorcas said. You must be mistaken. It's me, Anna, Anna Lang. Still no reaction. Anna Barlow Lang. Dorcas gasped. Her teeth were tiny and perfectly even, and every one of them looked real. Anna, darling, you've changed. They hugged. Well, I'm a little older. Anna said, and I can tell you I've had my ups and downs, but you're looking just great. I love your hair. The hair was softly waved chestnut, not a fleck of gray. The skin was pale and unlined. Boy, the things you could do with money nowadays. Dorcas Amadon didn't look a day older than when Anna had walked out of NBT. Why, thank you. Dorcas's eyes shifted a degree. And who's this young lady? This is my daughter, Stephanie. Anna gave Steph a little nudge forward. Steph's dress was store-bought, manufacturer's clothes-out from learners. It was pale green, simple, but it looked expensive on her. Everything looked expensive on Steph. She had a dancer's posture. Marty's little girl? Dorcas cried. Marty's and mine... Dorcas fluttered out a hand. Anna counted a diamond and two rubies. How do you do, Stephanie? I knew your father. She hesitated. Do you two have a moment to come upstairs? We have a moment, Anna said. Sure. They rode up in the oak-paneled elevator. Some building. Even the elevator man had air conditioning. Dorcas sifted through the mail in a cloisonné bowl on the foyer table. She unleashed the dog and handed the leash to the maid. They went into the living room. The dove-gray walls were like a backdrop for one of Dorcas's dance galas, setting off ripe plum chairs and sofas, mahogany tables dotted with crystal and silver and cut flowers. There were carved glass finishes on the marble mantelpiece. A pyramid of birch logs had been laid across brass andirons. You could have parked a car in that fireplace. Wow, Anna said. Coffee?
Dorcas offered. Terrific, Anna said. She could stretch a cup of coffee to ten minutes discussion or better.